Hi, my name is Jake Willard, and I'm sitting on the Iron Throne. We're recapping Game of Thrones here on the Emerald Podcast Network. So guys, so guys, it's over. We did it. No. <laughs> it's sad. I'm destroyed. I'm like right after the episode ended, everybody in the room started chattering, like letting out all of their like emotions and stuff. And I just sat in like the fetal position with my hands over my face in total emotional shock. And you did it on the whole entire car ride home too. Yeah. Yeah. You're and doing then that right I just, now, dude. And then you I need just to let it go. And then I just like <laughs> bawled my eyes out. End of an era. Game of Thrones was like a huge part of my life. Yeah. You know? And it's just hard to like let something like that go. What are you gonna do to cope? Um, probably use my new twenty one of years age status to drink myself into a stupor. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it. Full Tyrion. Get my Find finest a, Dornish red. Dornish reds. Mm. Pound it. Uh, is Tyrion ever gonna su- delight? <laughs> is he su- ever successfully gonna tell his joke about the uh, the honeycomb and the the jackass in a brothel? Jeff, Never. Definitely not. Uh, I wish though. <laughs> Three different times throughout the entirety what? of eight seasons, brought he brought a honeycomb and a jackass into a brothel. Into a brothel. And he never successfully told the story. No. Three different times. So that was that was a good way to end his character arc with a, <laughs> with a story. Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> I love. Okay, Tyrion killed it this episode. Can we agree with that? Tyrion was definitely the main character so of the episode. Good. I thought. Tyrion oh, was is like one of the main characters of the series. He 100%. has. Oh, yeah. Here's like the funny thing is he has the most viewpoints in the books, mm-hmm. um, which is makes it even funnier that in their world's version of the Song of Ice and Fire series, he's literally not mentioned at all. <laughs> so dumb. I know. <laughs> That's there's no way he wouldn't be mentioned. Yeah. Okay. I that funny. All right. Killed Tywin Lannister. <laughs> like did all this <laughs> a stuff. Lot of stuff. But we're we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're getting a little ahead. Yeah. So we got to break down the episode. Well, we started with Tyrion in the we episode. Didn't That's we? true. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. So the stu- the episode started off with Tyrion leading the march of behind him was like John and Davos and then the, the Northmen and they were going through the rumble and the wreckage of King's Landing. And so we followed Tyrion. It kind of starts off from his perspective, um, and we're kind of get to go see that and then. Like, I don't know, just all the, the death, the people burned and everything. Um, and then Tyrion kind of breaks off and it's like, I need to go look on my own. And then John's like, no, send some, put some, bring someone with you. It's not safe. And he's like, I'm going alone. And then he goes and he goes up into the the Red Keep. Sees, and then he, I don't know, stumbles upon. Jamie's golden hand. The golden hand. And then he unearths Jamie and Cersei. In one of the most sad, emotional moments ever for that character too you know he's had a lot of downtrodden you know cripples bastards and broken things moments Mm -hmm. and this was just like i just i wow i have no words yeah it was very powerful for sure um just finding them buried and dead under the rubble and just just the sobbing Mm -hmm. too you know such like just so vulnerable for that character and it's i just am like he Cersei has been a point of his misery for his entire life, but she's still his sister, Mm -hmm. and Jamie's still his brother, and so, wow. It was very (laughs) emotional, for sure. I mean, the whole entire beginning of the episode was just still kind of like, you're still in that shock factor. Like, wow, like, look what happened. Um, and I'm still emotions. in shock, so I'm sorry that I have like no no things of value to actually say right no, now. No, I mean that's that's, <laughs> that's it is a value, like that's just that emotional impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. So then I don't know. So that happened, um, and then we also see John, uh, and he comes across Grey Worm and the Unsullied killing or trying to kill the yes. remainder of the Lannister forces. Um, and so John's like, Grey Worm, what are you doing? Like these people have already surrendered. Like they've suffered enough. Why are we killing them? And then Grey Worm's like, it's it's uh, Daenerys' orders. We need to remember that Grey Worm is a machine right. and that Missandei and Daenerys are the only people who like gave him like humanity and mm-hmm. emotions, but like he has been trained all of his life to just follow orders. Yeah. So if Danny's giving him an order, he's gonna carry out that order and he doesn't understand really morality in that sense. Yeah. Very At least true. that's my take on his character. He yeah. also seemed to be enjoying it a little too much. Yeah, from what for I sure. Saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like so, John kind of grabs his arm, and then the Unsullied kind of bring down their spears and point them, and then the Northmen are like, "Oh, I gotta fight back!" And then Davos is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, guys, chill, Sir chill, Davos. chill." Sir Davos stepping in clutch right there. But uh, I mean, and then John Davos is like, "All right, we should go talk to talk to Daenerys, like see what yeah. her orders are." And, and man, she had some like full on like World War Two moment, you know, <laughs> looking out over her 
army giving this crazy impassioned speech. Can we talk about the dragon wings behind? Oh, you? best freaking shot! You can—they've been saving that for so long. It was so good. Big power move. Big power move. They 100%. have been saving that one for so long. That was probably one of the. I mean, this whole season, the, the last three episodes of the season have had really amazing cinematography. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole series has, but the last three right. episodes yeah. have really just 100%. wowed me with how beautiful those shots were. But that shot, I mean, there was a collective silent gasp that happened in the in our watch party. Yeah. It was just breathtaking and just so symbolic mm-hmm. because you know when. We've seen the dragon wings over her head before when they were babies, mm-hmm. and it's it's more angelic. It's more like a, like a tiny little baby dragon halo. But this is like, <laughs> Jason, don't <laughs> laugh at me. That's so funny. Don't laugh I mean, at that's me. That's true. It's just a funny thing to say. I've never thought. I thought I've heard those words in that order. Okay, yeah. baby dragon halo. Get used to it. And now you have these these massive wings appearing behind mm-hmm. her. She looks like um, Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very evil. It, w- it was really cool. And like, what was the quote? Like, you are a dragon, be a dragon. And we got to see her in full <laughs> yeah. dragon mode. Um, and she gave yeah, that speech that she gave was really good, like sense of like the madness that she was starting. And to I, also... I want to say real quick, John can't understand what she's saying either. But he heard her say Winterfell. Right. He did. Yeah. Hear yeah. Her say Winterfell I was just about. Once, yeah. But still, Jason, and I were about to jump subtitles. in on the same point. <laughs> yeah. I was like, re- realized I was like, oh, right. John has no idea what she's saying. She's speaking of Valyrian. Yeah. But he heard Winterfell and mm-hmm. the look on his face is just like, oh, yeah. shit. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was definitely like, I think and I think Tyrion kind of helped him realize like what. She was kind of saying, and I don't. I'm assuming Tyrion understands Tyrion like a little bit. It very, very poorly. Yeah, he understands <laughs> very, very it. Though. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he Maybe understands he it, but he he doesn't like speak it yeah. very well. Yeah. But in that in that speech that she gave, there was a, a little nod back to um, Khal Drago. Drogo. Um, he when he made the promise yes. to like her son, like, oh, I'll bring you. I'll kill the iron suited men, and I'll, I'll kill the men in the iron suits. Yeah. I'll tear down their stone houses and, and bring her the seven kingdoms. And bring her the seven kingdoms. And so she actually like referenced that in her speech. Um, to the Unsullied and the Dothraki uh, on the well, steps. Well, you know, when when um, it might not even be a reference, but like when 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 Khal Drogo died, slash mm-hmm. she let him die. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like basically promised that she was going to fulfill this mm-hmm. promise that he made to her. You know, that kind of jump started her whole conqueror journey. Yeah. So. But so she was just cool that she kind of thanked the Dothraki. Like the promise yes. that Drogo made on their behalf, they came through with it. The so whole she time I was watching, that. too, I was thinking, I was like, dang, she's like full on foreign invader, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're speaking to an entire audience of people from another land because you killed everybody else who lives mm-hmm. where you just are. So y- y- it's it's one of those things where it's like when you see like in, in TV and movies and it's like the, 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 the morally good ruler is giving this conqueror speech to an audience of everybody mm-hmm. and now she's like the only people there to celebrate are them there's mm-hmm. nobody there who's like oh yay new new queen cersei's dead it's yeah. just it's just it's their own little party mm-hmm. you yeah know? and then they all get so excited to like break the wheel together like mm-hmm. they want to break the wheel and free everyone from westeros or not whatever from winterfell down to dorne and everywhere in from between winterfell to dorne and um casterly she- rock to somewhere else or i think maybe i don't remember what the she, other ones she were. also brought up um like cities that were overseas as that well. Too, yeah. So, dang. Yeah, full Mad Queen. And then we and then we see her Crazy. in the Red Keep throne room. Mm, you're jumping ahead. We got no. another big thing to jump. We got a big yeah. thing to talk oh, about still. Tyrion. Oh, the hand, the hand, the hand, the hand. The Jason, hand, the hand. you're a big Tyrion Jason guy. Tyrion. That was a great. That was the greatest moment. Tyrion walks up. You can kind of see what he's gonna do ahead of time. You love to see it. And then he he goes overboard and he throws the pin, the hand, hand, end of the king pin, end of the queen pin, down the steps. And just stares at Daenerys. Oh, what a shot. You freed your brother and you destroyed a city. You destroyed a city. And he does it. It's like oh. the biggest balls out of anybody Seriously. in that entire city. Yeah. Like there's a dragon there. There's the, all the Unsullied Dothraki. I love Tyrion. Yeah. I love that he did that. Yeah. I that was this whole episode. Awesome moment in the episode for sure. And then he gets captured and taken away. Um, and then we see Daenerys kind of walk back inside. Um, and then we next the next scene we get is we get Jon talking to Tyrion uh, as he's captured. And this is yes. kind of Tyrion's yes. latch, last okay. ditch effort uh, into convincing Jon to to kill Daenerys in a way, or at least end her reign, because you can tell that she's going yeah. full on mad. And you know who was it said Jon was quoting Maester Aemon when he mm-hmm. said, "Love is the death of duty." 
And then Tyrion spits it back at him and he says, duty is the death of love. And mm-hmm. it took me a while to realize that that's Tyrion telling John he has a duty, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that he needs to forsake his love of Daenerys and, and do what's right. For yeah. everybody. And I thought it was kind of cool that we got to see like both sides. Like I think the big argument for fans watching the show or like like oh like it's so weird that Daenerys all of a sudden went mad and there's also like no we could see it coming and we saw John kind of take the role of like like oh she's a queen she's my queen like it's her choice mm-hmm. still and then and uh, we see Tyrion is just 100% like no like the signs were all there like we were wrong to follow her like just kind of getting that argument back yes, and forth. Yes, the, the point of she's been killing people this whole time and they've been t- cheering her on for it. And then mm-hmm. they realize that like, oh, it's like exactly the same as over here, like mm-hmm. what she was doing over there. Even though those guys okay, seemed bad, that. you think? That that it's exactly the same part. It's very clearly not exactly the same. I think, I mean, if she goes and she, she goes to a foreign land and she butchers all of the masters, which are essentially the noblemen, mm-hmm. that would essentially be her rounding up all of the nobles of Westeros and then killing them. It's like, which, 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 which if that's what she did, I would say, yeah, it's exactly the same. But she didn't. She literally just burned an entire city full of Fine. peasants and, and noblemen. Be literal, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Well, no, that's cool. She said exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> no, but so, yeah. like, like, again, it's not... What she did over in Essos, like, I see people talking about that a lot. It's like, oh, yeah, she did... The, like, like, it's that quote. I just disagree with that fully because... She killed like tons and tons mm-hmm. of just primarily bad people. Let's l- 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 say it's like seventy five percent bad people, twenty five percent innocent pe- pe- mm-hmm. people, right? So some of those but bad from masters the perspective, probably weren't the lords of Westeros. Pro- probably bad weren't too. like like one hundred percent guilty, but they were still like slavers. They were still a part of this huge system. Mm-hmm. They were in in power, and they didn't want it to change. And then it's completely different from doing yeah. from doing that into doing what she did here, which was of course mm-hmm. just in the capital. Yeah, and I think John and Tyrion both know that like this one was more extreme and this one was like right. wrong because she did kill a lot of innocent people that didn't have any say in the battle. And the of literal course, action itself is more extreme. I think the mm-hmm. mindset behind it is still hers like that's been happening for the entire series. Well, I think I think the point that Tyrion is trying to make there is that she doesn't know the difference. In her mind, anyone who supported a tyrant Correct. in Cersei is bad, but Correct. to be honest, those people didn't really have a say in the matter and they didn't try to revolt and i don't know like that's her that's daenerys's thought and like oh i'm killing these people that followed followed cersei and like they deserve to die but that's obviously that's not the case everyone feels right that's that's the argument that Tyrion's really making it's like she doesn't know the difference and that's why she's going mad and that's why she needs to be stopped because she's not going to stop here she's going to keep going throughout all of westeros and breaking the wheel everywhere anyone who supported the tyrant the, the the tyrant cersei deserves to die in her mind and that's obviously not right um, and I think that's the argument Tyrion's trying to make, right? Yeah. Of course, yeah, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of hard to disagree with that. Yeah, and um, I think oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just talking about the more point where he says like like when, he, when she kills the calls too. Yeah, it's like, dude, that you how you can't equate killing the calls to burning a whole city. Like I I just didn't like, yeah. like that part of, of 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 the quote is essentially is all. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, like like those people that she killed were bad, and then this mm-hmm. is the first time where she started killing people that didn't necessarily. But as I fall said that. in the car ride back, mm-hmm. sometimes people just snap, man. Yeah. Sometimes people just snap. Mm-hmm. And Daenerys 100% snapped. And I think like, we got to see that in this episode, and I think that was a nice payoff, too. Like, a lot of us were wondering, it's like, okay, well, it was such a quick descent into madness, and then this episode, we really got to see it play out. Sometimes people just <laughs> snap. Yeah. Okay. And I think that was nice, seeing it play out more. And you, you see that she's, she's whatever snapped, when she snapped, mm-hmm. probably that moment when she... the bells were ringing and she realized it wasn't enough Mm -hmm. she's carried that 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 disposition through her into this episode with her through into this episode i want to touch on two more things that Tyrion said to john uh sarah's really mad at me but uh so i know two other things that Tyrion said was that if you take the bad acts and the people that were killed by his father and cersei it still wouldn't be half of the people that she killed Mm -hmm. In the King's Landing. In one day. In one day, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, across their lifetimes, mm-hmm. it will still wouldn't be half of what uh, she did in one day. And those are two of the most evil people he knows. Yeah, <laughs> just, and honestly, like... two of the most evil people shown in the show. Right, right. In general. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was a big, powerful statement that he made to really also kind of sum up the, the carnage. Um, and then the other thing was that as John... So, John I, John Altay says, I can't do it. Like, she, she's my queen. Like, I, it's her decision to make. And then as John's trying to leave, Tyrion kind of comes back at him and says, like... 
Like, what would Sansa and, and Arya do? And she, he's like, no, they would, they would, she's the queen. Like, they don't have a say. And mm-hmm. she's like, just like, yeah, they don't, but you do. Mm-hmm. And that was the last thing that he says before John leaves. And like, obviously, now his head's kind of spinning. It's like, shoot, I have to make a decision right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of, ultimately, now we get to the point where he finds Daenerys in the throne room. And I love the whole thing where it's just like, like, a little bit back back to that yeah, thing. It's just like what is right, what is wrong. Yeah, you know I mean, and that's something that he struggles with through the whole episode. Honestly, through the whole series, mm-hmm. but primarily through this episode as well. And just seeing that struggle with, with him, and seeing like obviously the decision he ma- makes and how that affects him, and how he still like second guesses himself a- afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of evolution, and then eventually he's just like he went like. Fast forwarding just a little bit, a little bit real quick. When, when, he, when he talks to Tyrion afterwards, so Jason he's like, well, can was fast it right? forward, but I can't back. fast we're forward. Back. We're coming back. We're back. <laughs> After he talks to him, he's like, "Was it right?" He's like, "Asking it in ten years." I right. love that. Um, yeah, I love that little bit because even Tyrion, like, he's the one who convinced John. He's like, "I don't, I don't know, man." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and Tyrion also said, "Like, we did it. It wasn't exactly. just you." Exactly. Which was again, gotta love my boy Tyrion. He's yeah. willing to share, share the blame for this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to the throne room. We're going back. All right, Sarah, your time to shine. Take it away. Okay. Queen of the Ashes, prophecy, vision. She walks up to the throne and it's the same shot where it's got like the little like handle mm-hmm. and she reaches out to touch it, but in her vision she doesn't touch it and she goes she goes elsewhere. And now in real life it's actually happening. She touches it. And the music. The music. Ooh. Yes. Oh my god, the scoring in this mm. episode just what just Amazing. do it again, score <laughs> guy whose name I can't pronounce. Duvaldi just do it again. Like yeah. And you just want her to sit down, and then the second she doesn't sit down, and you can see a figure approaching mm-hmm. in the very, very back of the frame, you just know that mm-hmm. it's actually crazy. Real quick, too, like that that scene that you're talking about with the fi- with the fi- with the figure in the back. Like I remember just I was fo- focused so hard on that figure, just yeah. like a little tiny shadow. Mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't looking at Daenerys. I know I wasn't like, either. Ugh. I wasn't either. Yeah. It's crazy how like just a little tiny, like it wasn't even a silhouette. It was like half of a silhouette could just dry your eye completely. And yeah, it's, it's just beautiful camera work. One hundred percent. Um. And then she doesn't sit down, and you know as a viewer that she doesn't sit down, <laughs> yeah. then she's not going to sit down. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I was like, uh-oh. And when she's talking to John, just the props to Amelia uh. Clark, because the look mm-hmm. in her face, her eyes are just like, they're just like soulless. Mm-hmm. They're like, so they're like, they're bright and open, and she's smiling, mm-hmm. but there's nothing in, in there. Yeah. Amazing cr- acting. Amazing acting. Mm-hmm. And to just be able to portray that kind of, mental state and Danny's like John's like how how did how will they know what's right and she's like I know what's right right and when she says oh. that she just the girl looks loca you mm-hmm. know loca. <laughs> um You're crazy and and when I was watching and John started crying I did not see coming next what was going to happen and I was like oh like dang John like mm-hmm. why are you crying and then I realized that he's crying because he's giving her every opportunity to, to save herself mm-hmm. in his mind before he d- decides I have to kill her. Yeah, right. these, those tears come when she goes, I know what's right because mm-hmm. he's like, shoot, there's no turning back. Like she is gone forever. Mm-hmm. And then man that that embrace and then like again real quick like i know what's right you know what's right again it's going yeah, back, back to, like, to john like you know what's right it's that sort of you know yeah. if that didn't make it even harder for john <laughs> yeah right and that embrace plus what john did when he put, puts the dagger in her heart that just like killed me dude the way they did it too was was crazy just because like they were kissing and then we don't see it. We still get the mm-hmm. close up on their face, and all of a sudden, you just hear the knife go in. What were her final words? It, was, it had to have been before the kiss, um, then, huh? Her, I, I think, I, her, was, her, like her, rule with me or something. Her, her final words are something like, "Yeah, like be with me, I like see. rule with me." Yeah, yeah those kind of the la- like, and then they we'll kiss. do it together, like, and then they kiss. I like examining last mm-hmm. words in this in this series. Well, John, well, John was like, <sighs> "You're my queen now and forever, mm-hmm. now and always," or something like that. Yeah, but it was yeah. It was very well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Always. Be she my said, queen. "Like, will will you do it with me?" And he's like, "Yeah, you are my queen now and always." Mm-hmm. And then he <laughs> kills her. Wow, the knife to the heart, and right away, and are. subsequently <laughs> killing <laughs> my heart. <laughs> Dang. Dang. <laughs> like that. Just that whole scene just left me so empty inside. Mm-hmm. Really did. Yeah. But like in the best possible way. It was well done. And then Drogon sensing something steps in now he goes he has a temper tantrum and he melts the iron throne 
Dragons there understand are, symbolism. There are some very <laughs> literary symbolic devices that could be put at play. The way I took it when I first watched it is he's pissed the fuck off, but he's not going to burn John because John has the blood of the dragon. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to like shoot his fire out and like burn stuff and throw a hissy fit. Much like, you know, like when Tyrion mm-hmm. found Jamie and Cersei's dead bodies, he started pounding the ground. Mm-hmm. I just took it as the dragon version of of that but some more english major inclined people i suppose and and and, and, and i could agree with that i can get behind it thinking Mm. that you know the 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 symbolism behind it was the throne her lust for the throne is what led to her death not john actually killing her maybe yeah i mean if you want to think that dragons are all powerful beings that understand and comprehend which I, I don't know. You could make the argument. The well, intelligence they, they, they of dragons told, is yeah. definitely like up for question because some, it's been said in the show even that dragons are more intelligent than humans. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So yeah. like we really don't know how smart these people are. Um, we do know the connection that Danny and him, sh- or I guess dragons are genderless, dra- dra- that Danny and, dra- and, dra- and Drogon shared. So um, maybe you know there's like a mental thing because literally mm-hmm. like, right when she dies. You hear the screech. You know, Dro- Dro- Drogon hears yeah. it. So they have some sort of like, sure. special magical connect- connection there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, Drogon knows that it's the Iron Throne that drove Dro- Dro- her this long. And so he's like, you know what? Yeah, you die. You die. <laughs> I, or maybe it's like it was pointy and there's a pointy thing sticking out of Daenerys. So he's like, ah, <laughs> Put the two together. Get down, John. <laughs> maybe. Sticking behind the you. Disappointing end. The, yeah, right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, I definitely. I actually, I was not disappointed. No, it was great. By this episode no, at all. I wasn't either. You are um, in the minority. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're not there yet. Jason is literally but, the most negative person. Yeah. It's the lowest the rated episode of the series by a lot. <laughs> You're the lowest rated person in this podcast booth. <laughs> by a lot. Oh! Wow. Ouch. Wow. I mean, to be fair, Jason and I did watch every single episode of Game of Thrones together in chronological mm. order, and that's a bond that we'll never lose. <laughs> you can't. So that's I did not. Cool. No, no, but that's you okay. weren't invited. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, we get Drogon burning down the Iron Throne down to nothing, um, and then he picks up Daenerys with his like hind leg claw thing, and then he flies away. We don't know where he goes, um, and then that's it. And then we get a fade to black, and then we awake. We open back up with Tyrion lying in a cell, hair a little longer, beard a little more scraggly, mm-hmm. and we get a time jump. Some people th- couldn't pick up on that time jump. I thought it was pretty obvious. <laughs> I thought it was obvious, when too. When it fades to black and the bearded man wakes up in the cell with a thicker beard, you know time yeah. has gone by. I think it's because like Tyrion already had a big beard to begin with, so maybe it wasn't as noticeable. If you look at Jon. It was, yeah, Jon's was Jon's was noticeable. very noticeable, and it was yeah, very pretty Yeah, pretty boy didn't have any hair product in prison. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Still so good. the time jump happens, and then we get Tyrion being marched into the Colosseum where the first meeting with like the everyone, the dragon pit. The dragon yeah. Pit. So like that. And then he gets brought to a council by Grey Worm and we see a bunch of people sitting in a circle um, and talking about some stuff. Mm. And it was, a, it was an interesting group of people, mix of people. Yeah. Well, those are actually now the current lead, leading lords and ladies of Westeros. Mm-hmm. So we have Edmure in the Riverlands. Edmure, shoot your shot, Tully. <laughs> <laughs> really? Gotta yeah. Shoot and miss shoot Tully. And miss. Just like when he tried to light his father's uh, casket yeah, down the river, he missed multiple times. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so it's very funny. But yeah, so he was there. And then we got, of course, we have Sansa, Arya, and Bran. Um, Sir Davos, Brienne. Um, we had the return of uh, Robin Aaron. Robin Aaron, out of He's nowhere, glow up, dude. <laughs> the glow up Looking was super good. real. He Neville Longbottomed. Uh, oh yeah, hardcore. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Um, and then we get his kind of like. Whatever Knight of the Vale, like Bannerman. I don't know his name, well, but he's been Jan in for a while. No, yeah. has been basically like advising him, guiding <clears throat> right. him. Yeah. Um, I'm trying we, to think who else. Yeah, we had Yara Greyjoy. Arian she was Islands. there. Sam, um, do you get Sam? Sam Tarly, yeah. Well, Samuel Sam Tarly. Uh, Sam, I uh, see. Originally, I was like, oh, is Sam the Lord of the Reach now? But no, we later yeah. find out he's a maester. But the, the Tarleys well, are still a big house. Right. And so yeah. I think that's why he was represented. He still had the house of Hornhill. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. So he was there. Um, and then we had someone from Dorne who we never forgot who he was, but it not right. like it mattered at that Unnamed point. Unnamed Dornish Dorn. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> so he was there. Um, and then, of course, so Tyrion, they kind of, kind of look at Tyrion and they're just tasking him with, like, all right, like, who's the king now? Because mostly also because Grey Worm and the Unsullied still kind of held control of King's Landing and the Northmen were all outside and they're like, we don't want another war. 
and John was being held captive by Grey Worm for his crimes and killing Daenerys. Um, and so I was kind of like a little bit of the conflict going on. And so they kind of looked at Tyrion. And it's like, all right, who who should be king? Or like they they were kind of tossing around the idea in general. Tyrion right. was kind of the focal point. I love how Grey Worm was like, no more words from you. Yeah. And then like ten, like five seconds later, we get um we get Tyrion just like with the, in my opinion, one of the greatest speeches in the whole show. With the whole nothing beats a good story, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't mm-hmm. love the conclusion, but I love I love the speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. Yeah. So that was really cool. So he gives the speech, um, and then he says that well, after of course, after um Edmure kind of stands up and's like, I should be king and the, not Edmure, right? Ed, no, it is Edmure. Yeah, it's yeah. Edmure. He says up, he's like, I should shoot be king. Shot. Shoot your and shot. then Sansa's shoot all like, sit down, uncle. <laughs> sit down. And everyone yeah. dies laughing. And then um and then also uh <laughs> Sam, Sam Let's stands invent up. Democracy, <laughs> and then everyone, everyone starts laughing at him. And then he sits down, and then they finally just like, and then Tyrion's like, "Brand the built or brand the broken, brand the broken." He's like, Has "You can't think story. of a better name. Come on." <laughs> so I mean, they're breaking brand the, the wheel. Up. They're breaking. They're breaking the wheel. So when I was watching that scene, I kept flipping off the TV, but now I've I've kind of just accepted it. Mm. You know, I would. Like to say that I am overall really satisfied with this episode and how it ended, except for Bran being king. However, I mean, I re- me personally, I really would have liked it to be John. It's that whole storyline and setup, bringing you know, it just like it, it should be John. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway. However, I can see how to make things fall into the places they did that were otherwise satisfying. It would need to be Bran or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Um, I don't think you could have given John that ending by putting him on the Iron Throne. I don't think you could have given a lot of people their own endings by putting John on the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. That being said, I really would have liked him to be there. I'm okay with it being Bran. When I was watching it, I really, really, really was not. Well, I remember at first when I learned of kind of John's fate, I was like, dang, he's getting slighted like so hard. Like he just saved the like everyone. He saved Westeros in theory. Um, and they're they're giving him the black and they're sending him back to Castle Black. Like mm-hmm. like what? Like that's it the, was always his color. Yeah, I mean it always has been, it's true. And he knows how to brood better than anyone. And no one broods like people at Castle <laughs> no Black. No one broods like John Snow. Yeah. But I mean it's like at first I was kinda I felt kinda like, wow, he's getting slighted big time. Like it's a big I bummer. Like I got slighted. Yeah, hundred percent. Um I feel like towards the end, obviously when we see the resolution, then you don't feel as bad. Um but I mean, yeah, like so Bran they give it to Bran and everyone says I, but then we get to Sansa and Sansa's like Sansa went full Sansa Baelish, Cersei power move all over yeah. the place. And she was just like, fuck it up. It's the North. It's mine. We're Bye. going independent. And, then, yeah. and Bran's like, okay. And then Yara's like, are you Wait, kidding yeah. me? And the Dornish prince is like, ah, oh, I should have done that too. I know. It's like, why didn't anyone else try to do that? But I mean, whatever. We can poke holes in it all we want. But yeah, so the North becomes independent. Um, and I think that definitely wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for uh, Bran getting the the king the crown like he wouldn't I think he would allow for that to happen I'm so glad that my girl got her ending queen in the north some people on the internet slash forums slash Jason's apparently <laughs> disagree the, the the point of conflict that I've seen that they've been like oh she knows nothing about ruling blah 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 but we've literally seen her like in Winterfell yeah. when they're preparing for war mm-hmm. and she knows the most and she knows a lot the people are like coming to her asking her for questions and like they have problems and she has solutions mm-hmm. and she's been able to delegate I do not see a problem with her being queen. I love it. I'm here for it. Her dress was beautiful. She looked beautiful. Her crown was very reminiscent of Cersei's um, look. So I think that she's taken all of the best, smartest parts of Cersei's personality and incorporated them into like her own sort of like Mm -hmm. power style. Yeah. I love it. My girl, two snaps. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Shut up, Jason. Jason. (laughs) Real quick. Jason. It's, I don't want her. I I I don't care that she's on the throne. I, I or on the king, queen in North, or whatever. I think she would be a fantastic ruler. Or she's going to be a fantastic ruler. Okay, whatever. don't shut up. And Jason. I, and I think she like she's yeah. Obviously, she shows that all of a sudden. Oh, actually, I'm really good at ruling. Imagine that. Um, I just don't want her to be on the Iron Throne or not. Dang it, I don't want her to be queen in the North because I don't like her as a character. That's literally it. I just don't yeah. like. I don't like her character arc. I don't like. I don't who like she you is. as a character. That's fine. You all, should think that. All I want to say about it, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> all I want to say about it is like at first I was like, like, what the heck? Why is the North leaving? Like, like, what's the point? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really understand it. It just felt kind of random and all of that. I mean, I get that it was they did They've it so that wanted so, to be independent for so long. I know long. they had. I know they had. And like so it just it Dorn. just it just felt kind of random. I don't know. Like and it felt more just like they did it for the sake of Sansa getting a good ending. Yeah. And like I understand that. And 
Like, you got to win some, you got to lose some. At the end of the episode, when all was said and done, I was okay with it. At first, my initial reaction, I was like, this is super random. And I was like, what? Like, that doesn't make sense. But then, of course, like, after everyone says I and Bran agrees, Tyrion hits us with the the ruler of the six kingdoms. And then it's like, all right, it's official. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that had happened. Um, so yeah, Bran becomes king. And then we also got to talk about, I guess we can get to this point now. So John takes the black and everything, and then that's supposed to appease Grey Worm, like, and then there's no war and everything. Um, and then we find out that Arya is going to go explore what's west of Westeros. Yo, you know what hit me? When she said that whole thing, it sounded really familiar to me. She goes, she said it before. Yeah. She goes, what's west of Westeros? And then the person's like, I don't know. And she's like, I don't know. Season either. six when she was in Bravo. Lady Crane. Yeah. Lady Crane. Mm-hmm. You stole so... my thunder. I was going to say that. <laughs> but yeah. So um... who is this person? Who invited her? <laughs> <laughs> I invited her. Of course I did. But uh, I mean, yeah, she, she literally like, I think at first reaction, a lot of people was like, what? Like, what? I supported it. Yeah. I liked it. You liked it at first? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's going to go be a pirate. Yeah. I mean, Ar- that's so Ar- badass. Yeah, that's Jason's joke. Argia. Argia. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I think at first it was just kind of like, it's it was a little random, but I still thought it was a good fit. And then like, I, I learned that she had said, literally had said that like in season six. And I was like, Okay, yeah, that's really cool. That makes sense then. Uh, it was a good way to end her character because she also just didn't really have anywhere to go, I thought. Like, at right. that point, her character arc was completely done. Mm-hmm. Like, there was mm-hmm. nothing left for her. Um, and so that made sense. And so I, I thought that was a really fitting ending after all. Um, she's going to go be a plunger. She's going to yeah, go colonize yeah, West of Westeros. America. Yeah. That Speaking is. of people setting sail, we have Grey Worm headed for the Isle of Noth. Noth. Yeah. Which just really hits you in the feels. As much as Grey Worm piss, pisses me off this episode, um, y- you know, that was the last place that he said he was going to go when all mm-hmm. was said and done, and he's going there. And Noth, Don't know what to do. Noth is a peaceful mm-hmm. land, which is why Miss and Day was a slave. It's because they get raided a lot. So, you know, maybe now they have some people there to protect them. Maybe. That would be really nice. Yeah, you can assume. So that that's mm-hmm. cool. And then the unsullied... Not the unsullied, my bad. The Dothraki are probably going to go back to their mm. homeland. They had a the nice grass. little vacation. Yeah, they're going home and again. Um, and now everyone else in Essos is like, no, take them back. We don't want them. Yeah. The Dothraki hordes are terrible. I have no idea where the Dothraki are going. Yeah. I don't but know. But they're, the they're, they're leaving. We know they're leaving King's Landing. Yeah. So we learned that. Um, and then I think the last scene we got to get to before we got to get to the very last, last scene um, is the the. Oh God! The hand of the king sitting down at the table with all of the the people around him. We like, know that Tyrion is fussy with chairs. Okay? Yeah, we've we've seen him move the chairs around when they're not in their proper place in mm-hmm. episodes past. It's yeah. just a nice little nod. Mm-hmm. But then we kind of learn like who like the cabinet of the king is. The king's mutt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then yes. we we see that uh, Bronn is back. A guy who doesn't understand loans is now yeah. the master yeah. of coin. Master, master of coin. coin. Well, I think it was less, you know, because he deserved the position and more because they needed to give it to him or else he would die. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that the the um, the um Lord of Highgarden in the past was master of coin as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, because cause they Highgarden. gave him Highgarden. Uh, yeah. Sometimes he was, yeah, but also like Peter B- Baelish was when he, he was oh, Lord of Highgarden. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and and then we have, also was as well earlier. <laughs> we have Davos' master of ships. That's yeah, kind of cool. That's good. He deserves that. The um, Onion Knight. Sam is Grand Maester. That was which, cool. All right, he dropped out happen? of Maester School, but he he networked really <laughs> he well. Networked, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the people who network. Um, network and then really we have well. Brienne of Tarth, now. the captain of the Kingsguard, yeah. filling out the pages of Jamie's book because I love that part. That was really I touching. Thought she, I thought she was gonna write write, write some like mean nasty yeah, like stuff. go full no. Mean Girls. Yeah. Like yeah. Sir it's Jamie a is a fugly <laughs> slut. Do not trust that skank. Yeah. No, she really did. Died protecting some his queen there because there was a scene earlier. Was it like season two or something where yeah, he, they're was, in the mm-hmm. they're in the commander of the Kingsguard chambers and he said that it's the duty of the of uh, the Lord Commander of the Kingsguard to fill these pages mm-hmm. and he's got like nothing to his it name was Joffrey, except like and it was such a great yeah. scene. Oh, someone forgot to write down all of your great well, deeds. Well, it was, he loved it. He also was, did it with Brienne. Too. He also did Brienne it with too. Brienne. Yeah, he sure, he sure. showed her the book, mm-hmm. and so I think that the fact that she filled it out for him, and mm-hmm. I mean, I actually really want to pull up like what she wrote here. She wrote a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also became a new meme format, of course. Of course, <laughs> her writing, and then the flip side of the page is some whatever it is. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Good meme to come from the show. But yeah, that was very touching. All right, and Sir Podrick Payne. Yeah, I can't let that go by. He is the official pusher of Bran. That's right. 
uh, which I thought was pretty funny. So can I read what she wrote in the book? Sure, go for it. All right. It says, Captured in the field at the Whispering Wood, set free by Lady Catelyn Stark in return for an oath to find her two daughters. Um... And then we have took River Run from the Tully rebels without loss of life, lured the Unsullied into attacking Casterly Rock, sacrificing his childhood home in service to a greater strategy, outwitted the Targaryen forces to seize Highgarden, fought at the Battle of the Gold Road bravely, narrowly escaping death by Dragonfire, pledged himself to the forces of men and rode north to join them at Winterfell alone, faced the army of the dead and defended the castle against impossible odds until the defeat of the Night King, escaped imprisonment and rode south in an attempt to save the capital from destruction, died protecting his queen. Which just... Mm -hmm. All the feels. All of these feels, all of these... I mean, these are all the good deeds that he's done that nobody's Mm -hmm. written down because the people at the time saw them as betrayal, but, you know, they were the morally good and right thing to do. Yeah, so that was really cool. And then then you guys... That was yeah. They wrote that down after he got his character assassinated by the showrunners. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> I hate his character arc. I loved him. He's I thought favorite. that was a good ending He's to his favorite. character a little bit. I like love getting that written uh, in there. That was that was nice. Yeah, he deserved it. Of course, but he deserves. I a lot think more, if Cersei but... dies, Jamie has to die because there's like there's mm-hmm. literally no other point to his character. You can think that. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Go ahead. Jason. You can have your opinion. Yeah. Thanks. Jason's disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but so yeah, that we found out that cabinet. And it was really cool. Um, and then we get a kind of a, a subtle hint that Bran is going to try and warg potentially into Drogon. Like we get a hint of it. He doesn't do it. I don't think he's going to warg. He's going to try to find. Him I think at least. he's just going to use his green sight to go Maybe. find where he it's is. So it would have been cool if he could have warg into him. Green searing is in the future. Hmm. Stuff warging yeah. is in animals. It still would have been cool if he would have done it, but yeah, I, we get a hint of it. Who that'd knows? That would have been sick. I don't think green seeing that. is the future. I think green seeing is just like Maybe the, that's the past, the, the all knowing sight. So that's like the past. No, remember because because he can see um, things in the present and the future and the past. Right, but there have been other green seers like the, his like Jojen Reed. Jojen was a green seer and he could see visions of the future. So is mm. the three eyed raven part just the present and the past and all that? Maybe. Okay, no, whatever. It's it's, there, it's, it's, it's like it's a moot point. Yeah. Separate. Yeah. Anyway, but so yeah, so then that happens, that right. and then of course we get. Good. So, wait. What go for on it. the topic of Bran? Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> It's a good thing that the the new king has his own chair. There you go. <laughs> oh, right. Because <laughs> there's no throne Easiest anymore. joke to make. <laughs> hey, I made that joke on the car ride back. I'm allowed to make it again. Yeah, That's fair. it was a good one. Um, and then, of course, then the episode kind of ends with we see the last three Starks. We see Arya sailing away on her ship. We Just get... like that, uh, the shot from season four where she's sailing away to Braavos. Yeah, so like that was a really cool nod. Um, and then we get Sansa being hailed queen in the north and being outfitted. My girl. And by fun. the way, the dress, Ooh. If for those of you who are paying attention. The weirwood tree. Damn it, Jason. I stole your thunder. <laughs> I'm not Jason, I'm Jake. Come on. <laughs> I heard. Damn it, Jake. But I'm stealing your thunder because you stole mine. But yeah, so her, her dress was the weirwood tree, which is really cool, which only grows in the north. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then, of course, we get... We get you know what? The other weirwood trees also grew in the south, but they got cut down. Oh, well, that are only in the north now. You're right. Okay, thanks for thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Shots fired everywhere today. Um, and then of course we get John returning. I'm just saying. I'm just anyway, saying. we get John returning to Castle Black, and of course he gets greeted by his buddy Your Tormund. Boy Tormund, oh, Giants Bane. So there's no more Nights Watch. So he goes and he journeys yep. out beyond the wall. And what was the very very first shot of the very first episode, people? The Good Rangers journeying beyond the, beyond the wall. Yep, but we get the cool shot of a one little bit of grass yeah, coming grass. out to symbolize yes. like the Almost snow like a, is melting. It's like kind of peaceful and growing. Hmm. Mm. The last book, in right? The series. But so that was that was pretty cool to see. It's um, like the Wally end. Yeah, but John, John, we also mm-hmm. see like John, like he the gates closed and he looks back and then he goes forward. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. go north. What Torment said he should have done in the, in the whole time: just come north with us, come right. ride with us, and lead the wildlings back into had, their lands. He had to save the world one last time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just a casual sure. casual trip down south, save mm-hmm. the world, then I head back north. I'll yeah. catch you in like a month or two. His, his reunion with Ghost was awesome. I almost yeah, cried I nice. almost cried when that happened. That was really oh, cool. Good. I don't like dogs very much, but yeah, I agree. Even though you're the only one here that has a dog. <laughs> I love dogs. Shout out to Atlas. My boy. <laughs> good boy. Um, but yeah, so like that was a fitting way to end. I don't know. Like you end with the... I mean, I feel like the showrunners did that pretty much throughout the entirety of the season. They just tried to make subtle nods to the earlier stuff when they can, but I thought mm-hmm. this this was the one one time where it was really, I thought, well executed, and it seemed like a good yes. way to wrap it up, come full circle. 
Mm. But guys, that's it. That was the that, last episode. That was it. That was it. Oh man. Can't wait for season nine. <laughs> <laughs> Are they gonna rewrite season eight? Is that actually gonna happen? One point three million. That's the, how many people signed the petition? One point three million. Jeez. Those people can kiss my ass. But they're also not gonna write it. Well, okay, well, what are you guys' opinions? Now that it's all said and done, we can kind of look at season eight as a whole, and I think we have a better feeling of it. What, what do we think? I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, just my biggest, my, I think that, pe- first of all, mob mentality has contributed a lot. 100%. To people not being satisfied. And honestly, like, I used to enjoy, like, looking at, like, forums and, like, meme groups and stuff, but they've kind of ruined this season for me just because of so much negativity flooding around. I've just tried to ignore that and formulate my own opinions based on my gut reactions that I have when I'm watching. And I gotta say, I'm, you know, there are definitely some things that are disappointing and there's some things that are really satisfying but that's tv (laughs) that's showbiz people (laughs) um i for the ending in particular i am really satisfied with it um i felt really emotional just like the rest of the day just because that the game of thrones has been such a huge part of my life and now it's over and i'm satisfied i really am Uh, i was all, all the right emotions were in the right place so I screw the IMDb ratings. I give this episode three baby dragons. Oh man, all three. The all three. highest honor. All three, I like it. Jason, what do you got? Alrighty, here we go. So hugely disappointed in the final episode. Not actually hugely disappointed. I'm mostly disappointed with them putting Bran as the king and the general tone of the episode. And here's why. Number one, what has Bran done this season or last season? Literally nothing, right? Like when well, you do nothing on the group project, you get an A. Exactly, <laughs> best meme. It's it, it's I that part right there make, makes me mad that he's like barely even met, barely even mentioned. He doesn't have a huge huge role in any of these stories, and yet somehow they're gonna name, they're gonna name, name him king against all like so sort of oh we're gonna reconsolidate all the power in Westeros to just two different Stark people. Yeah, all the other lords would definitely agree, agree with that. No, um, also Bran with his with his powers essentially makes him. You can't lie, lie, lie to him. That turns the six kingdoms into a surveillance state. I don't like that. Okay, <laughs> I want my freedoms. Okay, that's a joke. But and then also the last thing would be, I was looking for a more sad ending. I like I I I like it when the when the villains win. You know what I mean? That's, I, I love Infinity War because you know Thanos won. Spoilers. Um, and here, whoa, dude. The, I don't watch superhero it, movies, it just, so that oh, just went right. That, that was my just head. an example. It didn't seem Games of Thronesy enough that everyone got their own little happy little ending. Um, but they did I it. They really did, though. I would have really liked to see more people suffering <laughs> as much as, as maybe that makes me a bad person. And last, lastly, um, I don't think it's fair to blame people who are complaining about an episode for complaining about an episode and saying that oh it's just like oh you're just doing you're a you know mob think you're just doing what people are telling you're just thinking what people are telling you to think that's definitely not true you can look at tv shows who have good endings and bad endings um and nothing forces some somebody to think bad about an episode if you look at breaking bad that ending was rated nine points right now it has a 9.9 out of 10 on on IMDb or whatever the, whatever the rating rating site, site is because it's an it's an amazing ending it's it's great writing it's a satisfactory ending to another amazing amazing TV show and then you have season eight which is by far the the lowest rate rate rated season and the the last episode which is by far the lowest rated episode actually I don't think it's by far because the second last episode is rated pretty poorly too um, but it's at like a five point two or something like that or something very low when 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 the other episodes average around like a nine or an or like upper eights and so. That's it's an obvious sign of poor writing, and or so, so, something went wrong. I mean, you can even look at the the actors and a- actresses, um, um, their their their, their thoughts on, on on the season. And there's a couple of videos like out there that are very entertaining. Exactly. Of actors saying they're disappointed. Yeah, um, like Tyrion's character, or Tyrion's actor, I forgot. Peter, Dan- Dan- Peter Dan- Dinklage. Yeah, D D and D are the greatest show writers on television. He says sarcastically, mm. because it's just it's just so not true. It just seemed rushed. Um, it sours what I thought was the greatest television series of our time, and all they needed to do was kind of coast to a nice little landing, and instead they kind of nose dove into the ground. I am very disappointed, that's disappointed your with it. It is definitely my opinion because it's that's what, <laughs> that's what this podcast yeah, is. It's an opinion podcast. Yeah, 
And um, and I would have like. I don't think they're going to... Obviously, they're not going to rewrite it. I don't want them to, 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 to rewrite yeah. it. Like, whatever. It's done. It's over. But I just wish that once they realized that D&D &D, like, kind of wanted to rush it to an ending or like did, did, didn't want to do it right, they should have found somebody else who would have done it right. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, they don't owe me anything. And I still watched it all anyway. So <laughs> they still got my money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, what's, what's your rating? Give us a weird rating system rate. For this episode? Sure, yeah. Um... One, uh, one, um, dead Jamie Golden Hand left in the rubble. All right, that's, that's a good it. one. That's a good one. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle of you guys. <clears throat> like I think as the season as a whole, um, I think the last episode really brought it together well for me. Like I was kind of trending towards like, oh, I don't, I don't like it. Like it, like so the, or at least it was kind of trending towards an end that I wasn't gonna like. But I think the last episode kind of brought it all together, and I, I enjoyed it, um, as a whole. Um, mostly just because I think this last episode really showed us what I felt was missing the most, and that was Daenerys' descent into madness. Um, and I still think I would have liked to see it a little bit more shown before she destroys King's Landing. Like, I know that people saying that, like, some of the signs were there many, like, a long time ago, but it's like, truly, you truly didn't know she was going mad until, like, she really started destroying King's Landing. You had an inkling that it might happen after Misunday's head got cut off. Um, but even then it's like that, that didn't feel like enough. That was just at the very end of an episode, like, and I don't know, like it just, the, the full impact wasn't quite there to me. Um, and so I would have liked, I liked that the last episode gave us more of that look into Daenerys's descent into madness, but I still think I would have liked a little bit more inkling of it before the King's Landing getting destroyed episode. Um, but with that being said, like, I still think the season as a whole was great. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ride. I thought it was better than season seven. Uh, for sure. Um, but also I think the only other negative thing I'd have to say about the season is this, as I was, I mean, I pretty, I tried to take each episode, like feel it as it was happening. And with the, the battle for Winterfell, like I was on the edge of my seat when the Night King was about to win and him getting destroyed by Arya, like that was like a good, like split second, like thing, like surprise out of nowhere, but I still was not fully satisfied with the overall outcome. Like it still felt kind of like, I don't know, it felt like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like it, it really felt like it fell short a little bit. Like I think there was so much hype around like the, the Night King and like it just, I don't know, for some reason I just like, I was I not satisfied. I was not satisfied with that end to his story at all. It just felt rushed again. Um, there was no build up to Arya doing it except for the one quote from freaking uh, Melisandre. Like that was the only only sign whatsoever of it and it was so right before it happened and i don't know like that was the only thing in the season that really felt like ruined it for me a little bit but even then i still like the season as a whole um and i thought it was it was a fitting end like everyone getting their happy ending i thought was kind of good um i didn't have any problem with it Bran, i'm still a little shook by bran being king but i mean it kind of makes sense after seeing where everyone else fell um in the end but uh i mean yeah like i said i'm kind of in the middle of you guys but i think i still enjoyed it as a whole um, I tried not to get too much into the mob mentality of things because, I mean, there definitely was. I did feel a lot of that, and it did kind of ruin some parts of the season for me, I think. But I, I tried to still enjoy it. And I'm still I'm still pretty happy with the end overall as I'm kind of the day, day after now um, soaking it all in. And I think I definitely would rate the final episode. Ooh, that's a tough one. I, I want to rate the, the final episode. Um, where am I going with this? I want to do... I'm trying to make a good pun off of, like, like Samuel Tarley, like making democracy or pitching democracy, mm -hmm. like that moment was pretty funny. Like, but one it was satisfying. Dog vote, one, one yeah, dog and horse, dog and horse vote. vote. That was the jokes thrown out. Um, I don't know. Like, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was enjoyable. Um, and that's the scene with John and Daenerys. I think really was powerful. Um, really well done. Like that was the only big kind of like conclusion that felt well done in this season. Um, and so I was pleased with that. So yeah. What's next, guys? <laughs> crying. Lots of crying. Lots of crying. I'm going to start reading the books. I picked up the first copy of George R. R. Martin's first book uh, for $5 at Smith Family Books. 
you guys should sponsor the podcast, even though it's ending. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> give us three books. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. Jason keeps saying it's a dumb idea because he hasn't finished the last two books Why in the series. Why would you start something that you don't even know is going to finish? I'm gonna. I hope it finishes. If it doesn't finish it, that's, I hope it finishes too. Yeah. I want to read it. I do. I, I think I'm just gonna read the first one just for the sake of reading it and then see where it goes from there. I don't know. I'm not a big reader. So a lot I mean, of time. It is a lot of time. And you have a lot of time right now, so it's all yeah, good. Yeah, it's all right. I'll, I'll figure it out. Make some make some fun things. It's a little bit of, um, I don't know, like hangover cure, I guess. Like I, I'm not, I'm, I still want Game of Thrones to be happening mm-hmm. and this is my way to kind of capture it still. They're making prequels. They are. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. Which we don't know what they're going to be about 100% yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're getting hints here and there. The long night. Yeah. Age of Heroes. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, there's no way HBO is going to let oh. the most. Somebody, the joke I heard so many times yesterday was like HBO. So many people are going to cancel the HBO subscriptions mm-hmm. now because it's over. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's kind of true. And, and well, this, yeah, this, the, this finale was the most watched episode or most watched TV cast um, in HBO history. Wow. You know what I'm saying something like 19.2 million people, and they've said they've been averaging around 40 million after everyone's been, ca- been count- kind of counted in afterwards wow. per, per episode this season. So there's no way they let a cash cow like this just go by the way, go by mm-hmm. the wayside. They're going to have to, I hope, I hope they do for our sake, for, yeah. every, for their sake, for our sake, everyone's sake, that they milk this and continue putting out good Game of Thrones content. Well, we know that there's a documentary coming out about the making of the final season, which mm-hmm. kind of will be cool. I don't know if I'll watch it. I might. We'll yeah, see. It's, it's whatever. But I'm, I mean, you also get a little nervous. It's like you look at Star Wars, like sometimes the prequels were nowhere as good. And some people think mm-hmm. it ruined a series and even like the stuff that they made afterwards. I don't like, think they're supposed to be prequels. I think they're supposed to be spinoffs. spin-offs They'll yeah. be set in a prequel right. time. Mm-hmm. But the difference there is a prequel directly right. ties into the main true. narrative. Yeah. And a spinoff is like a side story. That's yeah. true. Who knows what they'll do. Yeah, I would we, love to see Robert's, Robert's Rebellion. That would be such a good cool, I don't sweet. think we will. But I doubt it. I would it. love to. Who knows? We'll see. Get Bobby B back in also I'm also super nervous because I do love star wars that if D are doing the new star wars trilogy like they better not ruin it because if they do i'm gonna be so pissed and i think there should be a more of a petition to get them kicked off of writing those versus rewriting season eight anyway that's just my anyway. that's my thought S- save what what can be saved yeah that don't ruin star wars great. anymore for me lucasfilm no disney you're our only hope yeah really jeez dang so but yeah all right one last one final send off sure Thanks for listening. Follow me on Instagram, Alas, it's Atlas at last. Follow me on Instagram at Sir Takes Picks. Listen to my other podcast from the Daily Emerald Podcast Network at Not Another Sneaker. Um comes out every Friday. And follow me on Instagram at Run J Will. That's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I got to cry. Find a new show to watch and maybe we'll make a podcast. About Follow it. me on anyway. Instagram. Alas, it's Atlas at last. Follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Sir Takes Picks. Listen to my other podcast from the Daily Emerald Podcast Network at Not Another Sneaker. Um, comes out every Friday. And follow me on Instagram at Run J Will. All right, now it's just going to be an hour of us doing shout yeah. outs. Yeah. Plug, plug party. Let's go. <laughs> plug okay, party. Bye. All right, see you later. <laughs>